Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media. And with me, I have the wonderful Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Soak.com. We call ourselves SEO SAS because we are your special answering service. So each week we will discuss an interesting topic around SEO and basically get you an answer. Um, Sometimes we might not see eye to eye, but it's just good to have a conversation about SEO because it just seems that there's no right or wrong answer. This show is brought to you by the team at LikeMind Media. Like My Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. Thanks, Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello. I could start the debate right there. What was that? Right or wrong answer, of course, is the right answer. <laughs> but there's the standard like yeah, SEO, no, the uh well it depends sort of yeah. answer. Not so. one to be pinned down to anything. Yeah, exactly. Really. I do love it though. Do you know when someone asks you a question about SEO and you can just say, Yes, this or absolutely not, you need to do this, this and this. Yes. And you can be really yeah, yeah. Yeah. I do love that. Do you know that feeling you just want to be like <sighs> Yeah, you can do like your sassy, um, clicky fingers while you're waggling your hips sort of thing. Yeah, um, hair flick turn around just spin around walk off kind of thing i just want to do a quick disclaimer before uh we get into our podcast that um we've got a different setup today so we are like minder in our new swanky offices which is all very exciting so if you follow me on linkedin or twitter i've posted about it so you can have a little um shifty there but we will in the future have a podcast shed to help with the echoiness because it's a old like it's an old building that they've done up so it's quite echoey also Hannah is at home so we're doing this remotely so I am guessing I'll paint the picture of Hannah here she's probably surrounded by five packets of done Oreos and cats (laughs) yeah well uh, it's quite close I've got two Oreos left in one packet and I'm stroking one cat okay (laughs) you're like the evil mastermind like oh yes my precious (laughs) yeah pretty much good good picture there well, yes, we're, well, podcasting can be visual. I know people listen in their ears, but, you know, you've got to paint the visual picture as well. In paint case, with words. I just say that the, the cat is very, very fluffy, very sweet, very cute and slightly poorly. Oh, is this Aussie? Oswald. Yeah. Mm. It's little Oswald, yeah. Oh, well, give him, a, give him a kiss from me. I will do. I will. He's been very friendly. <laughs> right. I suppose we should discuss what this episode is going to cover. Yes, I bet you would like to know. Yes, I mean, I feel a bit in the dark because Hannah usually plans the episodes and you've not really told me much about this one, have you? No, so that's for, I don't know, dramatic emphasis, let's go with that. (laughs) So what I would like to do for today's podcast is to interview you, Sarah McDowell. Shut the front door, you're not going to interview me. (laughs) I am. But Why? To make it even more special, I'm going to interview you about something that you've written beforehand. Oh gosh, you're not going to tell me that you've delved into the archives of Like My Media and there's a post that I wrote about three years ago and I've got to remember what I actually said in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not that mean. So um, I was checking out your most recent article. Okay. Um, 
about ranking without links, backlinks. Right, yeah. So I was like, hmm, it's pretty good shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I went and had a look at the ones, a couple of ones before that as well. And I thought one was quite good. Be, well, obviously very good. I was going to say quite, quite good. Quite, good. Podcast. <laughs> quite good for the podcast because... It talks about something that is a tiny bit controversial, but also is at a level that I think everyone can get involved in, whether it's something, whether you're brand new. So like um, a university student, like the lovely university student who left us a nice review recently. Oh, yeah. Can I just, let me just get the tweet up because it's always nice because we always, we're a bit needy at the end of our podcast, aren't we? We're like, come and talk to us, find us on Twitter, please love us. And I Ajit Moore, I do apologise if that's not how you pronounce your name. I'm not the best at that. But we he should said, have gathered from listening, so but, it's fine. But he said some really nice stuff. So one of his tweets said, um, really been enjoying the podcast from SEO SAS. Very informative for anyone trying to understand SEO further. Great content, guys. Aww. And yeah, I did a... So he's a uni student, like you said, and he's studi- studying marketing and he says something about psychology. So sounds interesting, Ooh. doesn't it? But yes, thank you, Ajit. Cool. Okay. So yeah, back to the point. Sorry. Um, (laughs) No, 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 it's all good. So um, yeah, I thought this particular article was good because it's accessible to people just starting out in SEO, but also I'd say quite a popular debate amongst other SEOs who, um, yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll get on with it because I feel like I'm just fluffing now and that's not very professional in, in an interview and I want to treat you with professionalism. Okay. I've got a massive smile on my face right now. (laughs) <laughs> so the, the article in question is are keywords still important for seo ah yes yeah, yeah um the reason i wrote that one is because that's that sort of divides marketers don't, don't they like you've got yeah. one side where people are like of course they matter it's the be be all and end all where others it's like well no because google is so much more sophisticated sophisticated nowadays so lots more matter so i thought you know what i'm going to do some research and yeah write a blog about it nice cool so sarah mcdowell hannah bryce <laughs> What exactly do you mean by keyword? Okay, um, so starting off with an easy question that I can answer. Uh, so in the blogging question, when I refer to the term keywords, what I'm talking about is exact match keywords. Now, these tend to be short tail and transactional. So for example, read some addresses or men's white t-shirts. And these type of keywords tend to have high search volumes but because they have high search volumes they tend to be more highly competitive so you're going up against quite a few people and yeah it takes a lot of effort to um rank i suppose yeah cool and so what other types of keywords are there right okay so there are quite a few different types of keywords but I'll obviously try and keep this brief. So you've got, so I said about your exact match that tend to be short tail and transactional. Then you've got your longer tail keywords. Now, your longer tail keywords usually have uh, more than three words and mm-hmm. these tend to be more specific and therefore have less search volumes compared with the shorter tail. But because of that, they're less competitive. So with these longer tail keywords, because they're more specific, people sort of know. So rather than red summer dresses, you might have red floral summer dress size 10 sort of thing. So yeah. it's long, it's more targeted and the person is further down that 
buying funnel because they they're more precise in what they want to buy then you've got intent targeting keywords and these usually fall into three different categories so you've got informational so that's where people want to know the what where and the why you've got commercial so that's um keywords with other specifications such as shipping costs or um like features of the of the product and then you've got transactional and these are um, people are again at the point of buying and they're compare they're usually comparing so that they use words like best price best quality stuff like that you then got evergreen keywords they're the keywords that are always going to be relevant like search engine optimization optimization but then you've got seasonal and trend keywords so these keywords are relevant at specific times so for example when a new film comes out or when Pantone Call of the Year is announced um, they're not always going to be have high su- volume searches all year mm-hmm. round it's going to be at a specific time then you've got product slash branded related keywords customer defining keywords so um, for example mountain bike for kids um, geo-targeting so dentist in Leicester um, hairdressers in Nottingham and then you've got search queries so um those are topics so you've got your keywords and then you search queries and they're topics and themes and they tend to be questions and more towards educational i hope i made sense there (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely i didn't want to cut you off mid-flow but i was like wow but i mean i don't Um, know do you think have i missed any big ones there or i don't think so no okay good (laughs) so from from all of those i mean somebody listening to that who probably who might not know much about keywords are probably thinking okay so that like you're just listing a load of ways you can list words so why why are they important how did keywords used to work so maybe 10 15 no yeah like more like 15 20 years ago how did keywords work then compared to how they work now okay so an overview Yes, I'll uh, try not to go as in-depth as the many types of keywords. <laughs> but yeah, so um, back in the early days of SEO, it was much more easy for SEOers and businesses to rank. So it was a case of using keywords as many times as you could in in the main title in the subtitles in the paragraphs in the metadata so meta keywords obviously um google ignores that but i think oh, being no maybe not maybe they don't oh or maybe they don't well well i don't that's another thing people well i know that other search engines like bing and yahoo might still use it and um but anyway and amazon or but yeah <laughs> You're making me go off on a tangent here. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so it was basically just Google would say, look at a page or a website and say, okay, it mentions this keyword this amount of time, so therefore this is the most relevant result to show to people. So obviously websites would tend to have pages that were optimized for specific variations of keywords too so a lot of pages targeted at one keyword and just like quite spammed I'd use the word Um, Mm -hmm. some people did even take this even further and did really spammy stuff so for example so they'd have a whole page that was stuffed with keywords but they would make the text the same color as the background of the website. So when a human, me or you, went onto that page, it would just look like a blank page. Like, what? Uh, But to Google, it would be full of those keywords that it could read sort of thing. So, yeah, that was SEO back in the day, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you want me to add more? (laughs) I don't know. 
What? No, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So that, yeah, that that's how I guess it, it some of the ways it used to work. So from the from the perspective of our keywords still important for SEO, they obviously were really important in the bad, in the good old days or in, bad old days, whichever way you want to look at it. How does that differ from today? Well, Google is more about quality and user experience, so it's less t- to Google and other search engines, I suppose, it's much more than just about how many times a keyword is used. And it's more about sort of um, making sure user experience is up there and it's really, really good. So it's not so much just keywords, there's other factors um, that you've got to take into consideration. It's, It's harder, but Google has also got more sophisticated. So rather than just basing results on how many times a keyword, it looks at other stuff. So other topics that's um, discussed on that page, page speed, behavioural factors, bounce rate, time on page sort of thing. So mm-hmm. there's a lot more to, there's there's a lot more to do now. Awesome. I don't know, okay. I don't know if you want to add anything in that bit. Yeah, well, from your article, like you said, there's a lot more to do because I think I can quote you in saying you're writing for humans. So yes. there's a lot more to do because you're not just, it's not just about the words on the page, it's it's about what how you say those words yeah compared to so before it was kind of let's just make sure we use those words whereas now it's actually writing something that's going to keep somebody yeah. on the page so it's going to stop them bouncing off all that kind of stuff yeah so that's where formatting comes in so you've got to make it easy so people nowadays we don't tend to read word for word we sort yeah. of scan and we need to when we're writing content we need to make it really easy for that end user and that end human as it were to read that content so short paragraphs and short sentences h2 oh yes so uh yeah so and your short paragraphs are um, divided up with h2s or h3s subtitles you've got images in there you've got videos you've got stats even bullet points so you've got to yeah you've got to write for the human um, so it's all so I would always say write for the human first and then optimize for Google after yeah cool okay that makes a lot of sense thank you for a very good overview of all of that <laughs> you are very welcome this is weird <laughs> you interviewing me I, I need to get you back I'm going can I interview you next time well at some point in the future I'd say but <laughs> I'm quite enjoying it <laughs> On another, on a completely different topic, really. Would you, in your opinion, say that Google algorithm updates impact keywords specifically? Yes, I would. Right, and to back that up, um, I'll go through some of the key updates because obviously there's been loads of. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head how actually how many Google updates there have been. I don't suppose you know. Um, no, sadly not. But, but lots of them. There's lots and lots. And not only that, nobody knows to be honest, because Google does them all the time, and yeah, they don't tell us about all. Yeah, of them. and the only time that we know is when there's enough chitter chatter in the industry that it gets talked about, and then Google's oh, like, Google oh, yeah, and then Google's like, yeah, we did something, and we've called it fl- f- flaming flamingo pink or something ridiculous. I don't know why I thought maybe because I'm looking at flamingo, I thought about flamingos. But anyway, just as a disclaimer, I don't. Th- is there? There must be an update called flamingo i don't think i've heard of one oh, but anyway so i know there's one called coffee i'm surprised you didn't use that one <laughs> yeah. right so um the first I just made that up by the way sorry carry on 
what, what? I've, I've lost my train of thought. Right. You say they impact keywords. And I Please said yes. Yourself. So you had panda. So the first one was in 2011 because there's been panda version 2, 3, 4, 65.0 or whatever. With uh, the panda update, this was the one of the first indications that Google cares about the quality of content and not just the keywords because panda penalized websites for poor quality content so content that was thin short duplicate as well then after panda we had penguin it's pal and penguin when that update came along this penalized salt at salts it didn't penalize salts it penalized sites that were involved with link schemes and keyword stuffing so as i said earlier those pages that were rammed and from a user human perspective it was just a blank page to google it wasn't that sort of thing is what we're talking about and then we had hummingbird so when hummingbird came about this was a complete overhaul of the core algorithm that they used and with this update google was committed to better understanding the intent behind search queries so here this was google really bridging the gap between old spammy practices and modern SEO, which is more about natural language that readers use. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes, I don't. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I don't awesome. know if you, I mean, obviously, yeah, there's, there are more updates that would have sort of had a thing on keywords. But to me, yeah, those were the sort of main ones. I don't know if you want to add anything to that or. No, no. I mean, okay. I suppose the only other thing to add is that if you, it's, the way that you measure SEO success is primarily by your keyword rankings. Yes. And you see them all dive one day. Chances are it could be to do with an algorithm. I mean, not always. Obviously, there's competition out there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or it could be your te- something technical to do with your site. But yeah. if suddenly everything's dropped off a cliff... You know something's it, gone wrong. Are, yeah, it could be one of those algorithms. It could be a new one, whatever. It could be that flaming red hot flamingo update. <laughs> Yeah, those flamingos. <laughs> cool. Okay, thank you. And um, another thing that you mentioned in your article is rank brain. Oh gosh, now, dude! I know some people get confused between rank brain and paid rank because it's both got the word rank in. I mean, it is. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Paid rank, obviously. Um, well, not obviously. Paid rank <laughs> was explained really well actually at Brighton SEO by someone called Dixon Jones from Majestic. Yeah, a lot of people will have heard of him, um, and he was really cool. He had a T-shirt with um, the paid rank algorithm on it, okay, um, and it was just a formula. And he explained, he went through it all, but to very, very um, crudely summarise, it was basically about numbers of pages and the internal links from those, so the authority okay. they're giving to each other and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So that's a very probably quite a poor uh, explanation of page rank can you tell us what rank brain is oh, and why it matters you in ha- relation to keywords right okay just a disclaimer this is what i take what i believe rank brain is if there's more technical people out there that are saying you're wrong bring it on find me on linkedin and we can debate but what i believe rank <laughs> <laughs> what i believe rank brain is is it's machine learning artificial intelligence system that helps with processing and sorting search results and it has two jobs one of the jobs is to understand keywords and the second job is to measure user satisfaction so yes and with rank brain it just goes to show that google is making it harder and harder for um it to be sieved with like the more simple black hat seo optimizing tricks and it's a lot more than just keywords 
cool. So in terms of... Um, in, I was in terms sweating of, like, the day, then. <laughs> but the first part of what you said. So repeat that bit for me. What, that Rank Brain is a machine learning artificial intelligence system that helps with processing and sorting search results? <laughs> no. Oh. A bit more, you said that it's made up of two parts. So oh, it has two part, jobs. Understanding yeah. keywords and measuring user satisfaction. Okay, so dipping a bit more into that. So the understanding <laughs> keyword side of things, is that what everybody's talking about in terms of the synonyms? So you might yes. use the word shower but actually you mean rainfall or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. so basically that's sort of synonyms and understanding like the meaning behind a keyword so with rank brain google can understand that when you're talking about sheds you're also talking about an outside building or an outside wooden building or like you said rather than shower it might be a waterfall head or what other shower heads do you get i can't think of the top of my head but yeah with machine learning google can better understand keywords and that's where yeah and that's where synonyms that word (laughs) comes into play awesome and the second part of what you said about google making it harder to deceive them with simple sorry i'm doing it again so the part the part where it's made of two parts oh so the yeah measuring user satisfaction so you mean reviews and stuff well or the so yes and taking on i mean i don't know how you take this but when i when i think of measuring user satisfaction that's like behavioral when they're on the page okay yeah i mean that's how i take it so um how long they're staying on that page for if they're then clicking onto other pages or if they're just bouncing off again yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah yeah, cool. So make sure you use synonyms. Synonyms. Make it in actual writing for humans and then Google after that Hannah. using some keywords. Hannah. And then make sure you're obviously doing your usual ranking factors, trying to keep people on page, giving them somewhere else to go, all that kind of stuff. Hannah. Yeah. Spell synonym. S Y N O N Y M. I have no idea if you're right, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought what you were gonna say was I didn't press record. <laughs> No, it's recording. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good. Phew. You can put me on the spot with spellings anytime. Just <laughs> not the other Spell one. it backwards. No, sorry. You're you're the interviewer. You okay. give <laughs> back to it. Back to our roles. Um, <laughs> get back to being an interviewee. Sorry. I know you find it difficult. Uh, <laughs> how important are keywords in relation to other ranking factors? So, like, like I've just, we've just said, some of the your usual ones time on page yeah that kind of all, you th- all the things you'll find in google analytics basically yes um so if you if you're doing all those things right your technical is just bang on yeah. on your site how important is say that and other ranking factors in relation to keywords okay this is a juicy one no one really knows just how many google ranking factors there are um but backlinko did a really awesome i'll if I remember, I'll link to it in the show notes, but they have a blog that basically lists 200 Google ranking factors. Some are based on evidence, others are like hunches, but yeah, it's really good and it like lists them all. So with that in mind, Ahrefs did a study where they looked at 600,000 keywords and analysed what the 17 most prominent factors were when it came to ranking um don't ask me why 17 maybe 17 was is their lucky number who knows but what hrs found was keywords was like at the bottom of those 17 and what was 
more prominent at the top were the more behavioural factors. So time spent on page, bounce rate, those sort of things were more prominent than the keywords, which goes to show that it's more and more these days about nailing that search intent. So with your content, are you answering the user's query? Are you providing the most value that you can? And what I thought was really interesting was that in their report 75% of pages that rank in Google's top 10 don't even ma- mention exact match keywords in their content which ob- wow. obviously goes to show the synonym side of things and people might be like oh that's really shocking but yeah but we but we know that Google is committed to this and Google cares about the quality and it's not just about keyword so would you say it's not important to use exact match or does oh. there need to be some sort of happy medium? See, right, this is where it could be a good debate. And <laughs> I would go back to saying, you know, when we were laughing about before about there being no definitive answer, this is where I'm going to say it depends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, right, I think it depends what your website is like. So if you are a big boy in the industry and you're you're very authoritative you've got loads of backlinks and google knows to trust you you'll get away with not using a zap match but if you're just starting out and you don't you're not as strong in google's eyes i would say exact match was important so it is and it's always a balance balancing act so i would always say rather than leaving it up to google to try and figure out what you're talking about make it easy so um, when you're writing content obviously write for the human but make sure that google um still understands it so don't be too out there and abstract with how you're writing and stuff like that google still needs to know what the hell it is you're on about yeah okay cool so like an example of that would be it so instead of using the the word hairstyle you talk about updos or yeah. and say you made up your own version of updos like, I don't know, bun cake. <laughs> right? How on earth is Google going to know you're talking about bun cakes until yeah. it actually becomes a keyword? Exactly. Unless you've used updo and hairstyle and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you said, it is very much a balancing act. And I would say just test it. So say like you've written a page and um, some content and it's not ranking, maybe try and use more exact match and, and find what, work, what, what works for you. Cool. Very informative. Thank you very much. I see what our lovely friend um, from Derby University was talking about. <laughs> Is, is that it? Is that the end of the interview? No, man. I've got to interview you. Well, not, I've got to quiz you now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to pick a forfeit? Do I want to pick a forfeit? Yeah. Well, you might get it. You might get... I might lose. Okay. Right. I've, I've thought of a really funny, cringy forfeit. Excellent. Juicy again. Shall, shall I say what it is? Yeah, go on. Okay. So on our LinkedIn... We have to say a SEO fact that's really not true and just put it on our LinkedIn and see if anyone responds. I can't do that. I'm about to start a new job. <laughs> <laughs> like go with SEO is dead <laughs> or something. Oh my God. Or make, <laughs> or make sure you stuff those pages full of that exact match keyword <laughs> that you want to be found for. Can we not put it on Twitter instead? You don't have a Twitter account. 
we use the SUS one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I put something on my Instagram. On your Instagram? Yeah. Right, okay, let's let's think of a less sort of career damaging forfeit, shall yes. we? Okay, let's do that. Okay. Um <laughs> We have to post a funny funny face photo on a social media channel. Oh god, you in social media. Oh, I don't know. Okay, okay. I've got an easy one. I've got an easy one. Okay. Right. If I win this one, next podcast, I get to interview you. No questions asked. Okay. About any topic. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Lily will laugh. Just imagine me with my evil cat. (laughs) (laughs) What do I get? I tell you what, if, if you lose, you have to bring me a packet of Oreos. Okay. When? Well, next time I see you. Okay, I have to bring you some Oreos. Yeah. Okay. All right then. Okay. I love how yours is food related. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready? I don't know. Yes. Right. You have to make as many words as you can out of the word keywords in one minute. Right. Okay. I like la- starting can- from. Sorry. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> You're just trying to get this uh, podcast finished, aren't you? Um, I will say that um, Kirst has downloaded a word app. So we have been spending like hours on this word. So I should technically technically be okay. Well, with words. With, I'm not very good with words. We all know that, don't we? Are you ready? Yes. Okay, go. Key. Keyword. Keywords. Words. Sword. Saw. Um, oh, and now I'm st- doe, as in doe a deer. Um, uh, this is hard. Curds and whey, am I allowed that? Day with an E. Uh, you need 10, by the way, I forgot to say that. How many have I got? So. Oh, there's, there's two types of so. So, S-E-W and S-O-E. Yep. Woes. Yeah. Woes. Right. Yeah. I I, I was going to use that in a sentence, but I couldn't really think. Is there no two lettered ones? Ed, as in what's on your head? It's about ED. (laughs) That's it. Time up. Oh, I was wondering what that weird vibration was. I can't turn it off. Okay. What what did you say the last one was? Oh, I can't remember. You're not listening to me. Well, you got 10, but you used keywords. So you can't really use that because that was the word I gave you. So really, you got nine. So that means I'm bringing you flipping Oreos. <laughs> unless unless you can tell me what the last one was. What's the last word that you got from me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know woes, what. I think. Woes. Yeah. Did I not say something beginning with W? Swo. That begins with W. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I think you've just proved your point, haven't you? Okay. I might as well let you into me one day. One day. Oh, you're so generous. Thank you. (laughs) 
So folks, Marketed Live is a matter of weeks away. I'm not 100% sure just when because I can't work out when this is going to go live and when it but yeah it's going to be soon so there'll be a few tickets left so if you listen to this episode get quick and look at marketed.live have a look at the speakers we've got loads of good fun ones on there and yeah check out speakers agenda venue all that lovely jazz also go to marketed live forward slash seo sas because as you are loyal, lovely listeners of our podcast, you get a cheeky discount. I don't know if I want to be interviewed ever again. Oh, was it that bad? <laughs> no, but like, you do feel a bit under pressure in an interview situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, you want to make sure that what you're saying is making sense. Well, this is what we do most times. We try and make sense. Yeah, this is true. I don't know. I think it felt formal because it was an interview. <laughs> do you know good. what? I mean? Well, I'm glad from it was very professional in that case. So good. How did you feel about interviewing me? I, f- I felt like half of me was missing. Oh, which half? Left or right? <laughs> um, I think the funny half. There is one thing that I will say. You didn't do the usual. Is there any questions that you want to ask me? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Can I ask you? Are there any questions that you'd like to ask me? Yeah, I just, about the whole topic of the whole podcast, I just want to know what your thoughts are on it. So, yeah, I mean, we've got another 45 minutes and I'll go through my, (laughs) not really. Yeah, I love keywords. Okay. And that's how we're going to (laughs) end. Someone make Hannah a t-shirt. I love keywords. <laughs> I always have and I always will. <laughs> okay. Well, in, so you're very much on the side of yes to keywords. Yeah. Maybe we can find someone who's against keywords and get them That'd on. That'd be good. Because then that would be yeah. a very, like, because we could get a really good debate going then because you'll be like, yes, but if you thought about this and the other person would be like, yes, but if you thought about this and it'd be, it'd be like popcorn watching material. If anybody would like to come on and challenge us about keywords, bring it you're on. You're more than welcome. Yeah, well, yeah, all that. Yeah. So I suppose we best um, say bye and let people know how to get in touch. Yes, you can email us, people. Email yes. us at hello at seosaspodcast.com. Yes, please do email. Send us some questions that, that we can answer on the podcast or topics that you want us to discuss. Or even if you fancy coming on and having a good little chit-chat with me and Hannah, let us know. Or, or like Ajit did, reach out to us on Twitter, SEO underscore SAS. I'm also on Twitter, Sarah McDuck. And then, yeah, find us on LinkedIn, Hannah Bryce, Sarah McDowell. And I think that's pretty much all the ways that you can get in touch with us isn't it yeah unless you know us personally and then yeah speak to us but <laughs> than that, yeah it's pretty much everything no uh, personal people need to like they're, they're the ways to be communicated with me i'm sorry yeah just email me please from now on that's how me and sarah communicate normally <laughs> just, just through emails yeah email the same email as well so i just email her at hello at seospodcast.com yeah and then she replies there we go digital people right yeah you're gonna say goodbye Goodbye. Goodbye.